Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, when I came across this next story, it really intrigued me. Um, because it, it raises some questions around, you know, who gets to decide what songs count as what genre, right? Who, who are the gatekeepers? Does music have gatekeepers? I know people have their music preferences, but at the same time, not everybody's always going to agree on, you know, what makes a good song, obviously, but also whether a song is truly a pop song, whether it's truly an R&B song, whether it's truly a country song, whether it's truly a rock song whether it's truly a hip-hop song. And there are a lot of artists that very deliberately blur those lines, that take inspiration from, from different genres. I didn't mean, there, there's some obvious examples of big stars, like Taylor Swift is an example, of somebody who clearly transcends country and pop and is kind of both. But I hadn't come across a story quite like this. And in fact, I hadn't even heard of this artist until this story. Uh, so there's an artist who goes by the name Lil Nas X, who considers himself to be a country artist, kind of a unique kind of country artist. And he has a song that's gone viral. It's called Old Town Road. Now, the reason this became a story is that Old Town Road, because it was getting so much attention online, all the streams and downloads, it was charting. And it was charting on the hot country charts. Until somebody at Billboard said, well, this is a country song, and they yanked it off the charts. The artist was pretty upset about it. A lot of his fans and defenders were pretty upset about it. So, let me play a little bit of this for you before we get to our guest. Is this a country song? Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the hotel road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black, got the boots black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your horse. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Okay, now look, I mean, this isn't about whether you like the song or not. Uh, but apparently a lot of people do. One of the reasons why it blew up so big was because uh, Justin Bieber was was posting about it, how good he thought it was. Is that a country song? Is that a rap song? Is it both? Is it neither? And and who decides these things? So I, I wanted to explore this controversy in a little more detail. Somebody who's been writing about it uh, covers the country music beat. Uh, Angela Stefano is editor-in-chief at theboot.com. Angela, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. Yeah, it's an interesting story to me in a lot of ways, but let's kind of walk through what happened here. Now, prior to this blowing up, had you ever heard of this Lil Nas X? Uh, I had not. I admittedly don't follow rap and hip hop particularly closely, but it does sound like he's fairly new. Um, You know, according to some bios online, he dropped out of school uh, in 2018 to pursue music. And this was sort of his first really big song. Um, mm-hmm. Although he did release an EP, I think summerish last year. 
Now, there, there's been issues in the past, like, you know, with, you know, whether a song is country, whether it's pop, and, and you know, you got artists like Taylor Swift that kind of blur those lines, but you don't often get any kind of controversy over whether a song is country or hip-hop, do you? No, um, a lot of it, I think, has to do with uh, the fact that the artists who are sort of blurring those lines tend to come from within our genre or got their start in the genre, in the case of Taylor. Um, that or if it's, you know, a particularly huge song um, with a pop artist, it also has a country artist sort of as a featured guest. Um, mm-hmm. For example, Flora Georgia Line and B.B. Rex's Meant to Be, which was huge last year, um, was actually a B.B. Rexa song, but FGL are, you know, so prominently featured on it that, you know, you, you wouldn't tell unless you sort of really paid attention. Right. Well, I remember, I think it was about five years ago, wasn't it, that they did a, a song with Nelly, the rapper, so maybe that's the closest yep. we have to this example then. Yeah, yeah. Nelly's done a few things in country. Uh, Jason Derulo's done some stuff. Uh, I know there's been others as well. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, do these distinctions matter? If, if people like a song, they can listen to it, they can stream it, they can download it. But how meaningful are these classifications and, and these charts still today? <laughs> I mean, there are some people, that's a huge thing. Um, personally, I think, you know, genres are blurring more and more just with the way that the world is sort of working now, you know. Growing up, I I grew up, you know, as a teenager in the 90s and 2000s, I didn't listen to just, you know, one particular genre. I listened to kind of everything. And the only time I ever really noticed a distinction was, you know, when I turned on the radio and it was either a, you know, country-specific station or a rock-specific station or a rap-specific station or whatever the case may be. Um, and I think when it comes to radio, you know, charts, do have an important role to play. Um, you know, it's it's nice to see what what's gaining steam at radio, what people are playing, what you know, what fans want to hear. But the big thing in the case of this chart that Lil Nas X charted on, it's the Hot Country Songs chart, and that chart actually looks at um, when they rank people, they are looking at all streams, all downloads, and all radio airplay, regardless of genre. So in his case, kind of what happened is that there was uh, Radio Disney Country was playing the song a little bit, but a lot of his chart ranking was determined because he went so viral um, and, you know, got a lot of streams and got a lot of downloads. Yeah. And it's the same thing happened sort of with the FGL and BB Rexa song meant to be last year. That song ruled that chart for like 60 something weeks because it was getting play on pop and country charts and it was huge and it got downloaded and streamed a bunch. Um, you know, and because that chart is non-discriminatory when it comes to where the streaming and downloading and radio play comes from, it doesn't really mean a whole lot in terms of what country fans or country radio is playing. That's interesting. And it's funny because, you know, we're, we're a big country town here, here at Calgary. Our sister station is Country 105. Mm-hmm. I, I asked uh, the music director uh, the other day if, if he'd heard of this, and, and he hadn't. And he said, no, it's, a, it's not something they, they are playing or, or would play. And I, I suspect that most uh, country stations across North America probably then would, would steer clear of this kind of song. Yeah, I haven't heard it played on the country station where I'm living. Um I do have satellite radio, but I haven't actually listened lately, so I don't know. Um, again, Radio Disney Country is the only one that was playing it, and yeah. they do tend to, you know, play a little more of the 
pop uh, pop focused. It's interesting, though. I mean, um, how much say does the artist have? Because at least as, as Lil Nas X sees it, he's he's a country artist, and this is a country song. So, how much does that matter? Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think you run into sort of that debate pretty often. Um, you know, you'll see people complaining that, for example, Sam Hunt says he's country, but you know, he uses a lot of hip-hop styling and poppier beats and things like that. Um, you know, I think I think that it should matter what an artist thinks they are, and I think that it should matter what fans think they are and what the music sounds like, but, you know, it's it's a weird, you know, we have to do a little bit more, I guess, figuring out what all of that should come together and factor into and look like if we're going to, you know, be using that distinction to remove people from charts. Was somebody a billboard that made the decision? Because then it comes across to some people like, you know, well, who are these people to decide? What makes them the gatekeepers? But do, do we know how this all played out and how it ended up getting removed from the chart? Exactly, yeah. So from what I've read and brushed up on, um, you know, Billboard, it charted, and Billboard put it on the country chart because Lil Nas X on his platforms has it classified as country. So it was going sort of into that bucket. Somebody, I don't know how they decided to review it, but somebody reviewed it and said, mm, no, okay, this isn't country. Um, and their wording said it had to do basically with the sound and the makeup of the song. I mean, personally, there's not a lot in that song that other country, you know, quote unquote, country artists haven't used. Um, maybe, you know, the, the beat at the end, one of my friends pointed out, she thought that might have been why they decided, you know, it wasn't country. But, you know, it's it's a blurry line. And I think that, you know, Billboard removing that sort of starts this waterfall of, okay, well, if they can remove a song like that from a country chart, you know, what's, what what sort of power do they have and is that fair? And, you know, who are they to make the distinction? Because we don't know who at Billboard is making it. It's, you know, when it comes right down to it, Billboard is just another set of, you know, gatekeepers, sort yeah. of like the, the Grammy no nomination committees that determine which groups, songs and artists go into and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's an interesting debate, and it certainly got people talking. Uh, much more at theboot.com. Angela, thanks so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. All right, there you go. That is Angela Steveno. She is editor-in-chief at theboot.com. Her thoughts on the Lil Nas X controversy. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.